Welcome back. It's 15 away from, uh, what, 7, 8, 8 o'clock. Time flies even when you are having so much fun. It is now the uh, topic that I thoroughly enjoy, and that's women's cricket. So excited to welcome uh, Dinesha, and she is uh, quite an incredible uh, cricketer. She's been to a World Cup, and uh, she's uh, casting a beady eye to the women's team. That's right. They are in, uh, what, New Zealand preparing for the World Cup, which is soon to get underway. And I think it's exciting times. Dinesha, welcome to the show. We are not even going to spend too much time talking about the men's performance in New Zealand currently. Uh, yeah, really. Let's <laughs> rather not talk about that. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Moving right along, um, we are very excited. The women's team facing Bangladesh in the ICC Women's World Cup opener. It's exciting times. You know, I got to watch them play and beat the West Indies women uh, earlier in, uh, uh, you know, in South Africa. So I can see that, uh, you know, there's great things boding well for this team. They're in high spirits. They have a new captain. What do you make of it all? Yeah, I mean, it's really exciting. Hey? Um Fortunate enough, I was there to watch the West Indies series at uh, the Wanderers Stadium. Uh, we're playing really good cricket. We've been playing really good cricket for a long time. Um, you know, my biggest concern was that maybe we did peak a little bit too much or too early. But I think the team is in good balance. And, um, yeah, I think the team is in good hands with Sine as well. Uh, you know, the girls have been working really hard. They've had numerous camps. Uh, the preparation was good going into the camps. Uh, we had high-performance players in their big squads. Uh, it's good to see that everything that's happened over the last two years with the pandemic um, didn't slow down our progress in the game. So I'm really excited. I just want I just want the World Cup to start like tomorrow. <laughs> Same here, you know. But I I want to find out about you, Dinesha. How did cricket happen for you? Walk us through your initial cricket days. Oh yeah, no, mine is it's quite a tale, but. Um, I actually loved soccer. That was my first love. Um, <laughs> I grew up in Springs, and I just grew up around boys, uh, you know, playing barefoot on the ground opposite our house. So that's where that's where I started with sport. But cricket, per se, is there was a World Cup at the time, and no one like no one played cricket in the area. So you know, there was this buzz about this new sport, and I asked my dad, my brothers, like, do girls play it? And they were like, they're not sure. They don't think so. <laughs> Oh, I was really upset, <laughs> to say the <laughs> least. Uh, we had a carpenter next door. Um, I asked him to carve me out a bat. We used a very hard object and taped it, and, you know, we drew stump lines on a wall. Um, but, that, yeah, that's where the love of the game started. So I just fell in love with the intricacies of the game, and, and I found it very, very enjoying at first. Um, and then I just fell in love with, the you know, the skill factor, the mental factor as I grew up. And yeah, look, I represented my country when I was 18 in 2008. I retired 2016. Um, and now I'm in a position mm. to coach, which is, you know, it's a fantastic opportunity. You know, we talk about being being blessed and having a purpose in life. Um, mm. I think I really follow that route. <laughs> I have two degrees, but I don't know why I find myself just on a cricket field. I know. And, and I mean, you're now, what, coaching the uh, South Africans under 19 and the National Academy programs. But I mean, at that time, did your parents expect accept the idea of cricket? What was the scenario at home? I was very fortunate with my daddy. Uh, he was my biggest supporter. Unfortunately, he's late now, but... Um, 
you know, he he pushed me a lot with my cricket. cricket. And remember, at that time, it wasn't professional. Mm. Um, so I actually just did, did, it, did it for the love of the game. Um, but fortunately, he, he was there to see my first game um, when I represented South Africa in Stellenbosch against Pakistan. Hmm. Uh, unfortunately, when I did get contacted, he, um, you know, he passed on. But I do believe he's up from heaven looking. And my whole family is supportive of my cricket and, and the career path I chose. And I think I'm, very, I'm one of the lucky ones with that, especially being an Indian girl um, from a small community in Chatsworth where they expect you to be a doctor, a lawyer, <laughs> or accountant. Uh, I think I'm one of the fortunate ones. Yeah, I can relate to that very well. I mean, you're a coach now. What was your experience like with your first coach? Sorry, just repeat that. You are a coach now, and uh, you've obviously had your first coach uh, and many coaches after that. What was, what was the experience like for you? Yeah, look, I think, to be honest, um, and this is a topic that I talk about a lot, is that apart from me just getting into coaching, because people ask why into coaching, apart from me being a people's person and always enjoy, obviously, helping a lot of people, uh, I didn't have the, the best of coaching, you know, so I understood as a player what was needed then that I didn't have, and now I'm in a position to give that type of guidance. And it's not just in cricket. Because a part of my coaching philosophy, a lot goes on the life aspect. You know, I, I want to create better humans first before we create better cricketers on the mm. field. And and that's a massive thing for me. And I could, I could see that there was a need for it in women's cricket. Mm. Um, you know, and and at the end of the day, you know, our players aren't our products. You know, they're not, uh, they're not an asset. They're not um, something that you expect a return on investment. Uh, at the end of the day, we're humans and, you know, they want to be appreciated first before we can expect performances out of them. Yeah. Um, but they were they were instrumental people in my life. I wouldn't say I had a mentor per se, but they were people that were supporting me and, uh, you know, just pushing me to be a better version of myself. And I thought, I think it's so important to have someone like that in your life. Absolutely, and I'm sure you are definitely that person for your team. Now, you were at the 2009 ICC Women's World 2020. Uh, what was that experience like? Oh, that's fantastic. I still get goosebumps every time I think about it. Hmm. You know, sometimes when we watch, like we watch cricket, and now it's so good to see that the ladies' game has been televised more. You know that, that feeling when you put your green and gold and you sing in the national anthem? And I still get goosebumps now. Wherever I am, no matter where I am, and if I watch it, I stand up and I sing the national anthem, and mm. it takes me back to that moment. It's something like it's something like, you know, no one can take away from you. And I think, you know, to represent your country is one of the highest honors, um, and especially representing your country in sport. And you know, it was it was quite an experience. I mean, if we look back, we weren't as well prepared, and uh, you know, we didn't have the best of resources then as opposed to now so it was a big learning curve as well to do you know to welcome to international cricket <laughs> but um take away nothing from the feeling and and the whole you know the whole enjoyment factor of the world cup mm. and i mean your advice if you were speaking to the momentum proteas women now before their first match against bangladesh what would you say to them um based on Previous World Cups, especially with the current team we have, the first thing I would say is, you know what, we have a plan. Hmm. Let's stick to our plan the best way we can. You know, let's know our strengths, be aware of our weaknesses, but 
don't stray away from what we need to do because the work has been done. Um, I don't think we could have prepared any better. It's just when we come to those match-defining moments, somehow we just stray away from the plan. Um, but, yeah, I think just enjoy. Um, you know, you're not guaranteed in the next game of cricket, so play it like it's your last one. Wow. Now, you did say that uh, it's long overdue. Women's cricket is receiving all the limelight it actually deserves. Your take on it? Yeah, brilliant. <laughs> um, <laughs> look, I, I, I think we, we only hit the iceberg as well. I think women's cricket is going to eventually get to a stage where we don't say women's cricket. When we talk cricket, we're going to be talking about both genders. Um, and it's going to come from society. It's going to come from the world. It's going to come from the fans when they don't say, oh, look, I heard about women's cricket. It's going to be a topic that's a natural thing. This is how we speak about men's cricket. Mm-hmm. The stadiums are starting to get full. Salaries, okay, they're not matched yet, but I do believe that they will. Um, I just think we have to, especially here in South Africa, we've got to concentrate on the development side for it to get there. Because we've got a good crop of players. Three or four years from now, if they retire, do we have that to sustain? Because mm-hmm. um, if we want to be top three or consistent in top three in the world, we've got to have a great pipeline for that. And with that uh, comes the investment, comes the sponsorships, comes uh, the financial resources. Mm. People want to invest in you, and that's how you're going to grow the sport. Mm. Um, but, yeah, it's I, I love it. it it's <laughs> in due time. Well, more, it's long overdue, actually. <laughs> well, I, I can hear the passion in your voice. And what are your views on the women's IPL? Oh, it ha- yeah, it has to happen. <laughs> it has to happen. Uh, look, I understand BCCI. Um, you know, to India, India is massive on cricket. We know that they're mm. massive on cricket. But they, ha- they still have this gender-based... Um, there's like a unfairness when it comes to women in India opposed to men. Mm. You could see it a little bit into their national side, but the national side has stepped up. I think with a league like the Big Bash, the 100, India will be silly to leave that aspect behind if they want to see India, the India cricket grow. Mm. But I, it's very, I think it's around the corner. If, if not this year, definitely next year. But I don't want it to be where they are that once of thing of three things, mm. three teams. If we've got the finance, the resources, let's go to eight teams and you know let's play, let's get international stars and play cricket. Absolutely, and even those exhibition matches they held was really exciting. There was viewership, the crowds loved it. Uh, so yeah, bring it on, I say. And uh, yeah. what, what, what? I know you, you've got a lot of faith in the current Momentum Protea squad. Do you think they're ready to take on the world in this tournament now? Yeah, yeah, I do. I thought of I thought of that in 2017 as well. If I'm being honest, it, if I speak of if, if we talk about that match-defining moment, it was one moment that got us out. Um, you know, so it is it is our time. It's been our time for a long time. Um, I just think it's the finer details that we can be a little bit more sharp in. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we 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 want our senior players to perform. Yes, any world world class team wants that. But we need to do the finer things well and the basic things well as well. I think we do extraordinary things in a lot, which is a, a lot to ask for a team. Mm. But instead of just doing the simple things right, leaving each game as it comes, I, I honestly believe that this World Cup has to be ours. You know, we are missing a, a big player in our skipper. 
But unfortunately, these things happen, and I'm sure that the girl prepared for this. So, mm. you know, it, it has to be our time. Hmm. So before I let you go, I, I just wanted to ask you, I mean, how do you wish to see women's cricket in the next 10 years? Uh, yeah, I would like to see it when we talk women's cricket that we're not putting the word woman in front of it. <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, I just, I don't want equality. You know, there's a difference between, uh, there's a reason why men are unique and there's a reason why women are unique. But mm. what I would like to see is that it's enjoyed by every single person. There's no racism in sport. There's no sexism in sport. And that when we talk cricket, we, we should be actually saying which part of cricket we're talking about, mm. which series are we talking about. Not that, oh, women's cricket exists. It's so nice to see it's on TV. Mm. <laughs> well, we're getting there. I think a slow progress is better than no progress. But I can hear the urgency in your voice. Like, can we just get on get on with it? <laughs> thank you so much, Desha. It's really... uh, thank you so much. You too. There we go. It's uh, such a passionate woman there, Dinesha Devnarine, head coach of the South African Under-19 and the National Academy program. And I mean, she is just one of those women you want to have behind your team. And we know the Proteas women, they are in high spirits, uh, raring to go ahead of their World Cup encounter. Their first match is against Bangladesh. 